0: In this episode, I'm going to go back to the foundational stuff of the systems and the tools that power our business. This is actually based on a recent training
1: that I did for uh, the members of a mastermind group. And I thought that I would actually do two things here. One, I thought that I would actually share this with you both in
0: audio form where I can actually get the audio from this, uh, this training that I did and give it
1: to you right here on this podcast. So you can think through the the systems that power our business. But I'm also going to give you the full training uh, that she's going to be in the show notes on this page. So you can see the full, uh, full video training as well. So there may be some times where I'm typing on the screen or writing something or referencing something on the Um, on a whiteboard while I'm sketching it out so you may hear that in the audio so please know that uh, there may be some loss in translation but uh, you should uh, the team went through a whole thing and you should be able to get most of the value from this because here's what I do a lot of people have bolted together various systems to build their business whether you are a small business, a solopreneur, a large business, have a team, don't have a team. What are the systems that actually power your business? And there's a a few key themes to it. There are five key themes to it and how you implement those five themes with one overarching strategy is very important. And that is what I wanted to kind of get to you today. Uh, You can put this on uh, 2X speed. You can listen to it. You can send this to your operations team. So let them listen to it. Let them watch the video. But I think that just understanding the key perspective on how you actually build the system will dramatically allow you to not just uh, grow your business and grow your band but also scale effectively so uh, get ready for you know a translated version of a training that I recently did on the systems that power our business and how you can think about it for yourself if you want the full video check out the show notes I'm going to give that to you as well Uh, if not I'm going to take the audio from that and share it with you so that you can benefit from that Uh, catch you on the next one this starts
0: right now
1: Today, we're going to talk about the systems that power our business, and I want to give you a very simple blueprint for how to power your business with the systems and the tools that are available out there so that you don't over-technologize your tech stack, but you also don't underperform with the tools that are available so that you can run an extremely smooth and extremely efficient business. Now, who is this presentation for? This presentation is for anyone that is building a business from the ground up, or you already have an operating business where you just want some uh, some system-based efficiencies and you wanna see how a very well-oiled machine is run. So what I'm gonna do today is actually give you the structure on how to actually set up the right systems on your team. I'm actually going to give you, also give you the specific tools that we use. And I'm going to give you options of the things that we don't use uh, and for what reason, which may be beneficial to you as well. Uh, I don't get paid for any of this. I don't get paid for any of the tools. Whatever you choose to use, you choose to use. And whatever support you choose to get, you get from them. <laughs> don't email me and ask for help on how to actually work Trello. That would be weird. All right. Uh, this is going to be, uh, I'm, I, 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 will, I dare to say that this is going to be interactive because it's not. I'm going to go jam really hard and in the next 20 minutes, give you the structure that we have on our team. And based on this, I will take questions and, and uh, uh, customize any answers for you if you would like. So um, that's the jam for today. So uh, let's get, let's get right to it. So uh, we have, just to, give you a, just to give you a broad sense of h- what kind of team we run and the scale and scope of all of this, we have uh, three active businesses that run under the rela- Charon-related brand in some way. We have our um, investment fund, which is close to 80% of the time that I'm spent, I spend 80% of the time with our fund investing in businesses and buying assets. That's most of the time that is spent with it, in what I do, and most of our team supports that aspect of our business. Uh, the other twenty percent is built around two things: consulting projects for uh, some top corporations in the in the world, and um, you know, kind of mentoring, CEO mentoring, coaching, consulting, if you will. Which is another small group, which is my mastermind groups and the CEOs that I mentor. All, if you can tell, all of those are very um, broad, right? And so they need a wide variety of skill sets. Uh, the one thing I will tell you what happened while we're recording this post COVID, we have moved to running a 100% virtual team. All right. We moved to being a 100% virtual. Uh, would I bring them back at some point? I don't know, but we're probably gonna, we're going to stay this way. We have our team members in uh, multiple time zones. We have our team members in, I have team members in New Zealand. I have team members in, uh, in, uh, my, my, my chief of staff, Helen lives in Bora, Bora. Uh, we have team members in the Philippines. We have team members in uh, in Canada. We have team members in the UK. We have team members in Ecuador. Uh, we have team members all over the U.S. And of course, we have team members that live right down the street from me, right here in Laguna Beach. Right. But uh, I get to I get I get to stay hang out in the office only because we have the office. But. Um, Right now we're all remote, but that makes it even more important for us to understand how to run a really smooth and efficient business. So let's get right into it. You may be thinking I'm going to start to give you uh, all the tools and systems that we use, but first I want to tell you that you need to be crystal clear on understanding the rules and how you operate on your team. If you don't have rules, you can't actually build systems associated with those rules. I will tell you there are three rules that I want to share with you today. There are three rules that we run from a productivity-based perspective on our team that you may want to employ, that you may consider building around in some way, or you may come up with your own um rules on your team but these rules allow us to really work in a, in a very succinct and very powerful way and don't allow a lot of overlap so first I will tell you here is rules uh, start with rules right and you may say all right Sharron now what are what are your rules so let me give you the rules so we can actually fire through this the first one is um, the first one is the the one sentence rule. The one sentence rule. And some of you may have heard me talk about this. The one sentence rule is this. And and, and the one sentence rule is if we can communicate with each other in one sentence, then we can use the written word. I'll say it again. If we can communicate with each other in one sentence, then we can use the written word. And here's what I mean. I'll tell you about the tools in a second, but we have chat, we have text message, we have email, we have all of that, right? All of us have all of that. What we end up doing a lot of times is writing this long email to our teams and then the team gets all jacked up. And so we don't do that. All our internal messages are one sentence long. That's it, no more than a sentence. Sometimes it may be a compound sentence, it may be longer than a sentence. You may think you can't do this, but let, and and, and by the way, um, most most, uh, high level executives and companies will fight me on this. They'll think, oh my gosh, our culture is not that way. I can't change. I need to put everything in email. We are a compliance driven society. I need to log everything. I will, I will offer you the consideration that I actually worked with a publicly traded Fortune 100 company with the CEO, COO, and CMO and got them to implement this which has completely changed their culture. If a Fortune 100 company uh, in a highly regulated compliance space can do this, you can do this too. And I'll tell you what the space is. It, 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 it's they have, three, they have three licensing bodies that they report to. So please don't give me the whole, we're regulated, we're compliant and all of that. This works. The question is the one sentence rule is just whether you want to uh, implement it or not. It is if I can do it in one sentence, we don't use any other tool. But if it has to be more than a sentence, we either use audio or video. All right. We use audio or video. And audio literally is my phone i hit record on my voice memo i talk i click send that's it video sometimes i'll do a video but I'll, most of the times we'll do screen share and i'll get into that and i'll give you some tools in fact i will actually put that in here where i give you audio app uh, videos screen share tools i'll actually tell you about that in a second as well and what we do is like most of the time we say, hey, so let's say we want to actually have someone review a, a document. Literally, I will pull up the document on my screen on Google Docs or whatever, and I will say, um, hey, William, uh, I, I wrote this document. It is the it is a document that describing our XYZ contract. Let me take you through it. Number one, number two, I don't know about this, number three, number four, number five. Uh, I hope this uh, gives you a sense. I'd love for you to take, put your eyes on it and tell me what you think. Cool. Include the document link include the link to the video, hit send on the email or put it in Slack or whatever. Now, William gets it and he's like, okay, why the heck did Sharon send me this? He takes it, he looks at the uh, my video, he plays. play, he watches it, he gets a link to the video, he completely understands what I'm saying, he updates it, he sends it back, we're done. As opposed to, I don't know what you understand, when does this project do? Like none of those extra questions get asked because we talk at like 700 or 800 words a minute. You can only type at what? I'm a touch typist. I type at 39,000 words a minute and I'm totally joking, but I type pretty fast because I'm a touch typist. And even that's not fast enough. And depending on what state of mind you're in, whether you're drinking enough water, whether you're hydrated, whether you're irritated, tone is an issue on the email, not just for you, but when it's being received on the other side. So the videos help significantly, right? So whether you choose to do it or not, I want you to know this. The one sentence rule is that if we can't communicate with each other in one sentence, we use an audio or a video. All right, we use audio or video. and We actually do that even in our recruiting and our hiring processes to allow people to understand that because we tell them, hey, if you can't do this, you can learn, we'll teach you how to do it, right? And so that's the rule, rule number one. Okay, Give me. let me give you rule number two. Rule number two is mastery of the tools. All right, mastery of the tools. Every single person, every single day on the team, including me as the team leader, every single person, every single day on the team, including me, must uh, watch at least one training video of one of the tools that we use. And you may say, well, what, what does that mean, Sharon?" So I'll give you a simple example, right? So um, we use, here are the tools that we use and I'll tell you about it. So, so tools that we use, I'll make top a line left, gotta give you guys like good, good, good aesthetics and all this stuff. So let's say we use Slack, we use Stripe, you don't have to know all these tools. I'm just telling you for a reason. Let's say we use Sam Card. Let's say we use uh, Trello. Um, let's say we use Teachable. Um, and uh, let's say use WordPress. I'm just making up these stuff, right? So my team, every single day, has a choice. They can go on one of these tools' uh, support websites, and they have to watch at least one feature-based support or training video uh, helping them understand how to use that tool better and then once they're done they have to put the video that they watched into one of our slack channels which is our our communications channel that we use every single day you are required to watch one video on one of the tools that we use Imagine over time, you get significant mastery in these tools. And even me, I will tell you there's a good chance that like we have a, our CRM system is called ActiveCampaign. Pro, I probably watched more ActiveCampaign videos in the last two and a half, three years than the creators of ActiveCampaign. I know that system inside out, I can build anything. In fact, I've gotten, gotten on support calls with the CRM providers and I basically say, hey, can you give me your screen share? I have built stuff faster than them because I've seen almost every single video out there. Now, I'm not saying I'm amazing. I'm saying I'm. This is because of the mastery of the tools, and when everybody does this, every single person on the team can do almost everything. And there was a reason for this, and I'll give you a very simple reason. Recently, something was out on a website um, that that had some Sharon propaganda on it, right? And my something was misspelled. Like I think Vanderbilt, where I went to school, was misspelled. And somebody saw this, and here's what would have happened normally. Somebody on the team saw this. And normally what would happen is they would catch the error and they would put it out to the team and say, hey, can someone go fix this that has this technology coverage, this technology, like they would go send it to somebody. right? But instead, since they already knew WordPress, they literally went, edit, change it up, hit save and done, they fixed it. So now, instead of like that being a threat of someone having to fix this typo, they were able to fix it really quickly. Master the tools is really important. And I'll give you the last one very quickly and then we can jump on to more important things is we use forms to eliminate out errors. Most people like are deathly afraid of forms, but we use forms on our team for everything. In fact, I will show you right now. Um, I will show you, you may not even think, I have a form engine here, Sharon Personal quote. So like uh, my team uses my quotes for quote cards and things like that, right? And what I they want to know a lot of my Sharon quotes, and then but they don't know where I save them. What if they read an article and they see something that I said? I put all my quotes, and my team puts all my quotes on this form, and they put it on this form. It automatically goes to a spreadsheet in the back end, and so my social media team always refers to that spreadsheet and always has a con- consistent repository of everything. Instead, what most people do is well, they'll take all their quotes or their articles or whatever, and they'll save it in some random place and it can give access to other people and it's very hard to scale your team. So for example, all I'll say is uh, one of my favorite quotes if you know, is good process drives good results. That's a Sharon original, right? And so I click submit, that goes to my team. I'll show you this really quickly and you'll see that that's my my, my, my thing got saved in there. I have a uh, testimonial archive. I have a random quotes archive. I have a bunch of forms that I can use and reuse. And we use forms to eliminate a lot of errors. We use forms for almost everything on our team because now when we onboard somebody, we can say, "Oh, you want to give that person a free product? You want to give invite that person to our mastermind group? Great. Use this form, and they'll automatically invite them. Right? So it it minimizes errors dramatically. If you think that something needs to be done right. Always put a form in place and it's very easy to train your team. So those are the three rules on the team. I'm gonna pause. I wanna make sure we're all tracking good before I actually go into uh, the systems very quickly. So was that helpful so far? If one of them was helpful, can you tell me, oh, hey, I might consider using something like that. Do that while I get a sip of water. Cool, awesome. Very cool. Forms, are they Google Forms? Uh, Good question, let's actually talk about that. Um, Very cool, thank you for all the comments. So I'm gonna save that question my good friend angie here and i will um let me share with you so uh ops as soon as i get to that section i will actually talk about forms and systems and i will tell you the type of forms that we use uh as well cool that way I don't forget all right, let's get into this. The first thing that you need on the team, I want to actually give you um, uh, something that, you, that has to do with communication. Let me give you a rule, that, like a soft rule on our team. And you may say, oh, that's not possible. Again, open your mind to a better way of actually working because we are, I will tell you, just the, the, the worst thing that you can do on your team, uh, internally especially, or even with clients, just how you work is to say, oh, we do it because that's just the way we have done it. Right. That's just how it works. That's just how we have done it. Like it's too hard to change. Like if you start doing that, you're it's a recipe for disaster. I would offer you to like, open up your mind to say, Hey, how can we potentially incorporate something like this? Right. Eliminate stuff. So communication on our team is, is, is one super important thing. When it's internal, we use Slack. When it's external, when it's external we use email, right? So my team, because of where they are remote, et cetera, they don't like talking on the phone a lot. That's how they're wired. There's a lot of millennials. They don't like talking on the phone a lot. Like you can't get me on the phone. I will never pick up your phone call because I just don't like talking on the phone. In fact, I don't even even respond when my wife calls me and my wife never calls me anymore. Nobody calls me because you can never get me on the phone. So my phone's always on do not disturb. I will never answer. The culture of the organization always falls with the culture of the leader. That's just me, but we don't have a phone centric business and that's okay. What we do is we don't mix up this though. We don't mix up internal and external. So everything that happens internally on our team, we use Slack, which is a chat based software and everything that we do external is an email. So even if my team gets an email, what they will generally do is they will go to Slack and say, hey, Sharon, I got this email. Here's a copy of it. How would you like me to respond, right? because it keeps all the internal conversations internal it keeps all the external conversations external. So when I do get an email, I don't have to like say, Oh my gosh, I have 4,000 messages in my inbox and freak out. I don't have to do that and manage email around it. I set up a little bit. If I have a little bit of time, I manage my Slack. That's all my internal stuff. And if I need to work through my external stuff, I manage email. Just that alone has changed everything. It's minimized forwards. It's minimized stuff in our inboxes. what we have realized is that we don't want on our team, we don't want pain in our inbox. So we sat down as a team and said, how can we eliminate pain in our inbox? And therefore we came up with this rule. Now, from a communication perspective, what are the tools you can use? If you choose to follow this, there's a there's Slack, which is a chat tool. Some of these are like, none of these are expensive by the way, but you know they add up the bigger your team is. But some of these are like, I think Slack is like, Four dollars per person per month, or something like that, right? So we pay a decent Slack bill, but it works really well. Um, you have uh, you have um, Microsoft Teams, I believe. You you can use WhatsApp. Uh, people use Signal because some people are like, oh, you know, uh, privacy. People use Telegram. It doesn't matter what it is, but internally there's a chat tool. A lot of my team members uh, sit in front of their desktops all day. So I want to give them a desktop based experience so that they can actually be more efficient with each other. So the first thing that I do, I want to make sure communication is really good. And our way of, even when I send an all hands email, I don't, I do an all hand Slack message. So everybody's able to kind of be there and, and act that way. So uh, let me pause, make sure that we are tracking and doing good. So give me a good, if I'm good so far and I'll go through the, a few other things. Cool. How uh, to know how you can talk. So I. Uh, Nikki, my friend, I, I have to talk fast because I got to get through all this stuff as soon as possible. <laughs> all right. Good to go. Thank you. Hey, uh, if I'm going too fast, can you give me a fast, slow, or just right? Give me a too fast, too slow, or just right. Okay. Okay, cool. Awesome. Just right. Okay, cool. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, because I don't know how, <laughs> I don't know how to speak any slower. Uh, have I? Can I give you guys like a funny story? Uh, some of you may have heard this. So when I originally came to the United States, um, I was not born here, by the way. Uh, I originally came to the United States. I got a I was very embarrassed and I had to get a job as a janitor. And um, so I got a job as a janitor doing uh, the, the, the graveyard shift. So I work from midnight to 6 a.m. And my janitorial boss uh, told me he's like, hey, Sharon, you can't speak a lick of English. What you should do is you should go to the library and get some accent tapes. Uh, that'll help. And you put it on when you're, you know, six hours of mopping and you'll get better at this. So I was like, of course I'm very coachable. So I went to the library and I asked the librarian for accent tapes. The librarian is like, Hey, welcome to the United States. I have la- accent tapes for French and German and, 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 and other languages, but in the U S we don't have accent tapes for English. That's why you speak English here. I was like, okay, good point. I, I didn't know that I it makes sense to think about it. And she's like, but, uh, but I have some um, audio books. Why don't you just put on some audiobooks and you just listen to them and maybe it'll give you a sense of you know the accent, right? I said, cool, awesome. So she gives me these audiobooks. I don't even know what they are, so who cares, right? So I, I start playing these audiobooks. Uh, I, she gave me this one audiobook that had like it was like a, the, I had, a I had a Sony yellow Sony Sport Walkman, right? So like audio cassettes. I'm dating myself like the, these. uh, My Asian genes, you know, don't give away my age. Right. And so the, the, the audio cassette that I got was Tony Robbins, personal power. And so I learned how to speak English from Tony speaking fast and yelling. So you can blame Tony. I don't know. That's how I learned English. I learned English to yell and talk fast. So that's the only way I thought I learned true story, by the way, just so you know. All right. And you get, you get early personal growth at an early age, which is kind of fun. So uh, that was actually it's true story. Now you can be like, oh my God, I see where he's like, you can't stop talking and he's loud. He's and I'm, and I'm like half deaf. So I'm louder than, you know, my walls around here like have double insulation because like my, my teeth will like freak out. But anyway, let's go. Cool. Um, number two, once you've figured out the communication, you got to figure out how to manage projects, right? Very, very bad. Do not manage projects on Google Docs. Do not manage projects on email. Do not manage projects in Calendar. You have to, in today's world, we have to use project management software. You are crazy not to use project management software. Like, that's, you're insanely crazy not to do that. So um, I will tell you what we use, and then you can kind of do something with it. So we use Trello for project management. Um, and if you don't know Trello, I'll actually, I'll try to bring this up for you. Um, maybe even create a new board or something so we can uh, create board so so this would be a test board and give it a little background so if you've not seen this we build a lot of boards by the way so literally this would be like okay uh projects to do doing done this is what people always talk about like the do doing done board you do that and then you say cool you invite a bunch of people to your team and then you say hey um build spreadsheet, and then you assign, maybe they assigned this to me, right? So it's assigned to me right now. And I'm like, oh cool, I'm actually doing this project. I put it to doing. And then when I go into doing, I start writing descriptions of uh, here is the link to the file. And then I say, Tracy, can you review it? Then I tag Tracy, right? And maybe say Tracy's, And then that way, then the comments start to pile up and we start to manage it. That way, when you look at this project management, we always know what is built and what is done. I will tell you, did you guys notice how fast I built that board? Like you could do this just as fast. Like I manage my entire podcast um, uh, on Trello boards. I do all of it on Trello. Main reason why I do it on Trello is a lot of the features in Trello are for free. And it has a lot of automation, et cetera, built into it. That's why we use it. And also we were also using it for a long time and the switching costs were way too high. And so that's why we use Trello, but I really like the card feature where you can click it. It has the the back of the card. You can actually create a checklist and say, okay, these are the do this, do this, do this, do this. And then once you're done, you can come back and say, okay, cool. I'm doing that. I check this off, check this off, check this off, check this off, that whole thing is done. And you'll see right here, four out of four projects are done, completed, move the card over. Just that alone forces my team when you multiple people are collaborating to keep us very, very uh, organized in this entire process. We have a ton of Trello boards, like I'll show you. These are all our boards that we have. It may sound like, may look like a lot, but it's not because we use a board for a certain reason and then we archive the board. But every project on my team requires a board because it allows us to manage that project well, all right? Some of the other systems that work in this are that we have used before are, uh, we've used Monday, monday monday.com. We've also used a thing called Flow. That's pretty good, a little kludgy right now. Uh, We've also used Basecamp. I actually love Basecamp, by the way. Uh, We love Basecamp. And one of the reasons why I like, like Basecamp is, If you have Basecamp, let's see if I can actually kind of do this. This would be kind of cool if I was able to do this. Hold on. Let me see if I can work this. If you have Basecamp, it automatically does communication as well. So you don't need a Slack. So it's a project management and a team communication all together. And um, if I were like starting over today and I had to rebuild everything, I would rebuild it on Basecamp. The only thing, it doesn't have a lot of automations, but the interface, et cetera, is really good. If you want to see, I think it's called Basecamp, It's called BasecampHQ.com, I think, I I can't remember, there you go. This is what it looks like, I think you can give it a try for free. It has a message board, it has to-dos, it has group chat, it has schedules, it has documents and files. Literally, if you are looking for a, you know, a cool, pretty looking system that is nicely organized, that can do everything and you just want one system, and you can do everything in that system. I would suggest Basecamp because it's easy to do everything. It has really good mobile app as well uh, on, on iPad, iPhone, Android, all of that, and uh, it's it's not it's not it's not super expensive. It actually, if you took all the costs of all of that um, systems, it's actually not expensive. We put everything in one place. So, if I were to do it all over, I would use Basecamp. Cool, good, helpful. Give me any, any anything that uh, anything that worked overall that 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 you like that makes sense. All right, There's a question on here does it have CRM? By the way, I will tell you this. C.R.M. 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 If you want a C.R.M. Right. You should buy a C.R.M. You should not buy an email management system that looks like a C.R.M. You should not buy uh, a a marketing system that feels like a C.R.M. If you want to see if you're in the sales business, if, if any one of you is in the sales business, you need a C.R.M. Like if you're managing clients and contacts. And you need to manage a CRM, and you need to manage those clients and contacts in some way. You need to work the pipeline or work deals or whatever. You need a true CRM, and I'll get into that in a second. But uh, do not try. That is one tool that I would not try to combine because uh, I see a lot of people combining like a messaging tool uh, with a file tool, with a random to-do list, with a CRM tool. If you're running a sales business, you should you should run a CRM. You should, you should go get a CRM. Um, and I, I can give you the stuff that we actually work on if that'll be uh, that'll be helpful to you, all right? Let's jam, let me give you a few more things. Do, 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 do. Cool, let's talk about files. So one of the re- ways where most teams break down is they don't know where to put files, right? And I'll tell you what we do. In fact, it's kind of weird. We use Google Drive, we use Dropbox, and I'll tell you why. And there's another file system called Box. I have not used anything else. Uh, pardon me that's my that's the level of my knowledge but we use google drive and we use dropbox and i'll tell you the my nuance around this it's all on me i have been used to using dropbox for a long time but when my team came on and they've you know they started using uh, uh google docs google sheets google everything uh, because we run on our we run on google kind of google suite they were like Sean, we want to use google drive for everything and i said Okay, so I tried to migrate all my stuff to Google Drive. And it just so happened that like my workflows, I'm actually a pretty workflow systematized person. Like I put a file here, it syncs here. I can access my files at home, all of that. It started to break. So I finally stepped up to the team and said, hey, I appreciate you guys. You can work on Google Drive. I'm gonna work on Dropbox. I don't care. I will, you can sync files on your own. Um, Give me a shared folder, but you are going to have to work around my workflow because I'm not going to change because it's too expensive for me to change. They were like, no problem, Sharon. So they figured out a system where there's a shared drive and I dropped some files in there and figure it out. That's a hack, by the way, I would love to come up with a way to change my system, but I just don't have the time to do it. At some point I will. So, but on our team, we use Google drive for everything. We use Google documents for everything. We use Google sheets for everything. We don't, we don't store any files, Locally, like we don't have Microsoft Office locally. We don't do any of that. We do everything in the cloud, and that's how. Like, if someone sends somebody a document, they'd be like, "Why are you sending me a document? Why is this not on a on a on a on a on a, on a cloud version? Because it gets very hard to manage otherwise. And that's another rule that we said we will use cloud-based everything. That's how we work, and that made it super easy for us because that's how it works. So. Google Drive, Dropbox, this is how we use. So we pick one of these and you probably need to have one of these. And once you have that, you're just sharing links and you're not sharing documents. And it also has what we call revision history. So you know that if someone changed something, you can see it. You will be shocked how many times someone like, we never, you don't lose the files anymore because you can just go back and reset files, get the old file. I've done it multiple times and it works. You know, I have peace of mind that those files really work. All right, cool. All right. Last but not least, let's talk about Ops for a second. So um, let me see if I'm if I got everything here. Uh, okay. We talked about rules. We talked about communication. As what we do is we use Slack. But more importantly, I talked about internal versus external. How we use that. Projects. I told you we use Trello. But project management systems are if you know if I were you I would use you know I would look at Basecamp because it's a it's a good all-in-one solution. Files. We use Google Drive. And it works pretty well for us. And, and I don't mind paying the extra, well, you know, file charge to get the files. Uh, let's talk about ops and admin. So here, here's some ops stuff that we do. Now, again, it comes back to a lot more rules, right, which works, which, works, which is kind of important. So let's talk about this for a second. So first, uh, as far as audio apps go, uh, I work on a Mac, and there's something called uh, voice memos there's probably something like that on a windows side it's on your iphone and it's on our mac we use a our mac based system i literally hit record it syncs everywhere and i just send people the, the audio recording i do voice memos probably 25 a day i literally hit record and i talk and i try to be nice and i'll give you an example so if i wanted my uh, operations manager to take over um i don't know my email for the day so i will be like Uh, Hey team, it's Sharon. hope you're doing well. Uh, I really appreciate your help with something. I'm on the road at a dentist appointment and they're probably gonna put me under I want you to know that I was not slacking off. Could you do me a favor, please? Could you jump into my email today and just make sure that there's nothing that's breaking breaking down? The password actually should be in XYZ Password Manager. Go ahead and take a peek at it. Uh, I want Jenny, just you to jump in and keep that email up. If something crazy comes up, can you respond directly to that email and say that I'm actually in dental surgery for a few hours and I'll get back to them. Otherwise I should be totally okay. I'm not expecting anything to break down, but if you can just maintain that, that would be awesome for me. Hey, I really appreciate you. Thank you so much. I'll catch you when I get back. That's what I say. Now imagine trying to write that in an email. Hey Jenny, can you look at my email? I'm, I'm at I'm at the dentist appointment. Bye. Jenny's like, Sean sure sucks. Like, he, he's got, and that's the problem, right? It would have taken me, people will just write email. They'll, they'll literally create new email. No, no dear, no hello, no hello, nothing. And they'll just say, hey, can you send me that file? And you may think it's okay, but the recipient gets dramatically irritated because you don't know whether they just got a crappy email before. You don't know whether they got irritated. You have no idea, right? But when the voice is there, they stop doing what they're doing. They hit play, they calm down, they hear your voice, They're like, okay, he's not a serial killer. He's being nice. He understands it. I can say, I can say, please, sorry, and thank you. I can explain my situation and it changes everything because that small little thing makes everything go away. So when, since we're on a Mac, we use a voice memo but I would find some tool, even if you have to pay for it, do that. By the way, I have zero problem paying for tools. A lot of people be like, oh, that's an extra $5. I'm like, bro, pay the money, get the good tool. On our team, we have this rule. We always use the best tool for the job. I'll say it again. We always use the best tool for the job. Always, right? It does not matter how it costs. We always use the best tool for the job because that is making sure that we understand that we're doing the right thing for ourselves. And for. And that's like literally, that's like, that, 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 that's, that, that's like hammering uh, a blunt nail. That's like having a, you know, a a unsharpened pair of scissors. Like that's ridiculous. Most software tools are somewhere in the 15 to $29 a month. Like we have zero problem doing that. And I'll tell you, that was a big shift for me. I, we always use the best tools for our job. If you can flick that. And when you only have, when you only have like seven of these and you're not buying tons of tools over and over, you'll realize that it's okay to spend, you know, money on getting a good tool to work for you guys. Right. So that's why this is ultra important. Uh, Video screen share tools. I'll tell you what we use. We use a a, a simple site called Loom. Uh, It's an app that just like sits on your desktop. You click record and it just starts recording your screen or some portion of your screen. You start talking. And then when you're done, you click stop. It says recording ready. You take the link. You send it to your team. You don't have to send large files. You don't have to like none of that. And that just gets saved. And if you wanna reuse that folder, you do it again. A lot of times I will use it for like explanation videos. So if I'm sharing something with you, if I'm reading a document, um, I do most of my document reviews on Loom. So uh, we buy, we invest in companies and we buy assets. That's 80% of what I do day to day. So four out of five days in a week, I invest in companies and buy assets. I look at a lot of contracts over and over. Do you think I send a red line agreement to, to the attorneys? Do You know how much time it's gonna take them? I literally pull up the contract and I just say, hey, I, I don't want this section, this section. I don't understand what this section means. I don't know what this section, this section, can you remove this completely? Send, that is three minutes. If I wrote an email, it would take me 20 and it would take him 45 and he charged me $800, right? Not that it's good or bad for me, it's efficient for him too and we get the job done correctly. Now, you may not want to do that the first time, but once you start doing it, you're gonna get addicted to it big time, right? Again, the one sentence rule plays, uh, we use Loom, there's other tools out there. I'll give you a couple of examples. There's something called Vidyard, I think. And then there's something called Dub. Uh, I'm sure there's uh, others. I, I, don't, I can't remember them off the top of my head, but I'm sure are the others. But we use Loom, literally it's like 10 bucks a month right? I think it's a cool piece of software. We use it all the time. Uh, I probably have hundreds of videos in it cause I probably do, I don't know, at least 10 screen shares a day. I click record, I talk, send it to my team. I'm done. Right. And so it also allows me to stay much closer to my team and they know that I'm, I'm a real person. Right. Um, cool. Last but not least, let's do some forms. Uh, so before I do forms, I'm going to get pause, make sure we're all, uh, tracking, tracking. Um, yes. So, uh, I think, yeah, Loom is available on mobile as well. Literally, you can do record and it'll just record your phone. Uh, it's a, it's just a link and it'll just play. It's just a, it's amazing. So you should check it out. Uh, I don't, Dub is pretty good. I don't know about the others, but uh, I I use screen share software a lot. Like, I don't know, probably 15 minutes, uh, 15 times a day. I record a lot of stuff. I try to do whatever possible, if it's not one sentence, to record a Loom video. It's way easier that way. Um, my... The, the, the CEOs that I mentor uh, they're not I, like none of them email me right um, I'm only for them which is a very small group of them I use this app called voxer uh, some of you may have heard of it it's like a it's like a it's like a walkie-talkie app and we literally talk Vox back talk back and forth mm-hmm. not for any other reason because it, it provides for a more real-time conversation I can explain my thoughts they can explain theirs we can go through a few uh, you know and they don't need like operational help. Like we talk about, like it's an advisory role and it's really powerful where I can say, Hey, think about it this way. Talk to this person. Uh, and it works really well. So I am a big fan of, uh, audio and voice. I want your voice to come through as much as you can to simulate the actual personal relationship, because the more you write text messages, the text messages are the ones that crush relationships. Like I will tell you, Um, I have, I I mentor a a, a very, very high powered uh, husband, wife team that actually run a business. Do you know the one thing I told them not to do? One thing is that you can't text each other because when they text each other, they just start fighting, right? Because one person doesn't understand the other. It gets really messy. So I said, and not for, if you're talking to each other about work related stuff, you can text each other. And that changed that it it saved their marriage. Not because I'm a, I don't know anything about I'm not, I'm not a trained like marriage counselor. I just know like how to run a business, right? So I, that's what I shared with them. And literally that alone um, just goes sideways. And same thing happens with, you'll notice that happens with your family, et cetera. Somebody, some person's good on it. You see if one person was like, just text a lot. One person says, you're so mean, it gets messy, right? So bring the personal relationship as much as you can. All right, um, cool. Now uh, let's talk about forms very quickly. Let's talk about forms. This is my favorite topic, by the way. So nerdy, my favorite topic. Forms. Uh, we use, again, we always get the best tool for the job. And you may be shocked. We, have, we use three different types of form space software on our team. Uh, we use Google Forms, and I'll tell you why we use them. We use a form engine called uh, um, Typeform. Tell you why we use them. And we use a form engine called JotForm and I'll tell you why we use them. So let's talk about it. We use Google Forms. We use Google Forms uh, internally, in internally because it's free and it doesn't need to be pretty. Um, also because it has really amazing automations via Zapier. Really amazing. And third, it auto-populates a, a, a Google spreadsheet, a Google sheet. That's why I love using Google Forms because you can just auto-populate a Google Sheet. You can give somebody access to that Google Sheet and then it works really, really well. That's the one reason we use Google Forms, Type form. Um, whenever we do surveys uh, that we use, uh, it works really well for that. When we want pretty reporting, We use Typeform. The reason we use Typeform, I'll tell you the reason, is Typeform is the only engine, form engine in the marketplace that asks you one question at a time. So if you're on mobile, Right. It, normally, with the form, you'll see like seven questions, and you have to click in and then expand. Typeform will ask you one question at a time, and the mobile experience is insane. It also, when you when you uh, are working on a form and you're doing a survey or a intake form or an application, we do a lot of applications for our, either for our mastermind group, etc. We do that, and we want the person to focus on that question and not be distracted by how many questions they are. If you want pretty reporting and and really powerful uh, logic. Like hey, if they answer this, send them this question. If they answer this, send them this question. It's really really powerful. So we use type. Most people you know don't need three, but we like it. And it also it has a native. We we like it. It has a na- native sync with our CRM. That's why we like it, which is active campaign. and Jotform. The reason we like Jotform is it's got the prettiest um stacking forms like the normal looking forms. so stacking forms it has amazing reporting um so you can actually take a, a pdf and just say make pdf and it'll do the whole report for the form in pdf it can also uh do uh, kind of one question at a time like type form which works really well and great integrations so you can integrate it with payment processors and uh, uh um i don't know databases and all of that if if you were to buy one and outside of Google, I'd say start with Google Forms. If you were to buy one, I would buy JotForm because JotForm can do almost everything else. And then if you want something ultra pretty by type Typeform. a JotForm can do everything everything else. All right, cool. Hopefully that was helpful from a, from a form perspective. Now, um, let me answer the CRM question. The CRM question is very important. I'll tell you what we use. We use a CRM called Active ActiveCampaign. Um, if you ask me what is the best CRM for any business, I will tell you the C, best CRM for any business is a CRM. Let me honestly, the best CRM for any business is a CRM that has two features. Number one, that you like looking at, that is pretty for you to look at. If the CRM's general feature is orange and you just don't like orange, you won't use it. I know it. I actually have people like that. So, If you don't like the general color scheme of the CM, it's not, it's not a pretty layout for you. It's not inviting for you. You're going to get irritated using it. I will tell you, I've seen that time and time again. And number two, the best CRM is the one that you use. If you commit to using it, it will work for you. If you don't commit to not using it, it will work for you. Right. Um, I, I use active campaign, um, because it's super powerful. I don't mind its interface. I actually like its interface kind of irritates me from time to time, but the, the powerful nature of it is really, pow- really great. And my entire team is trained on it. So my entire team can do almost, almost everything that I can do at active campaign because they've watched all those videos. So if you are, if you ever have to send out, in your business, if you have to send out mass emails, you need some kind of email marketing system. Uh, if you have to manage deal flow, like, hey, you need a deal, the deal changes into a contract and then it becomes, so it goes through like a pipeline type stage. Where it goes to, you know, you you maybe are a real estate agent and you got a new listing, and then it's a coming soon, and then it's a new listing, It went under, under contract, and then it's sold, and then something. So you have to move it through the stages like Trello. That's pipeline based stuff. You want a CRM for that. Uh, so what is the best CRM? I don't know, but I'll tell you the the important ones out there. Um, the one I use is Active Campaign, and uh, if you want, uh, I think I might have a, I think I might have like a. Uh, partner link here let me actually give you my partner link i think they give me like a five dollar gift card or something for this so you're welcome to welcome to send me some coffee so just check out on that you may get like an extra 30 days of uh free stuff but um the best ones that i've seen are uh it, it, that, that apply across all businesses our active campaigns ultra powerful because it can do emails, it can do forms, it can do, uh, which is, and you can do automations. Like you can say, hey, when someone subscribes to myself, uh, every three days, send them this email as a welcome sequence. Like most CRMs can't do that. So that's good for you to do. It has like templates, so you can say, hey, whenever someone has responses this way, send them this, uh, which is pretty cool. And, and it manages your deal flow pipeline, et cetera. Uh, another really good one, if you have if you have a sales team, Uh, hubspot's a really good one if you have a sales team if you don't have a sales team it's overkill but i will tell you that it's very powerful but it is overkill if you don't have a sales team you're going to be like it's too expensive and i don't want it so sales team uh, hubspot's good if you just want email marketing and you want a pretty looking email marketing system and you don't care about if you're like a solo agent or a solo insurance broker or a solo entrepreneur and you and you just want to send good pretty emails convertkit convert kit is a really good one. Um, and, uh, it just sends emails and there's nothing else to it. It doesn't have CRM or anything else on that stuff. So, um, sale people, a lot of people talk about Salesforce. You just have to like, it's customizable. So you probably have to spend a bunch of time upfront customizing it for your business. But once you customize it, it works really well throughout the process. All right. So those are all the things that you need to get kind of efficient on when you, uh, when you work on this stuff. Um, so what I am going to do, uh, let me actually find something here. So, all right, hopefully that's helpful. Give me a questions, thoughts, uh, tell me something that you took away that you thought was, that you thought was interesting. Uh, you want to use, you want to utilize, you want me to like talk a little bit about what would you like to, uh, what would you like for me to kind of break down for you guys? Jot form, uh, jot form. Oh, you got that. Cool. Jot form is Good. Good. Awesome. Informational, yeah. By the way, just FYI, uh, before I kind of let you go, here's how this works. I wanted you to understand uh, all the pieces available. Now you just have to figure out which one of these are are actually the right fit for you. You don't wanna have to, whatever system you install in your business, you're not gonna rip it out for, for immediately. It's gonna be there, it's gonna grow with you, et cetera. That's why I take some time putting the systems in place. I do the trials, I look at it. And it's okay if it takes you three to six months to make a decision, but you need, a communication platform, you need a project management platform, you need a file management system, like you need at least those three things to get going. But none of those, none of those work if you don't have rules on your team. None of those work if you don't have rules on your team.
0: Hey, Charon, I have a cool gift for you. I took some of my best ideas from the last 20 years and created a five-day MBA. It's quick and action-packed that you can listen to on the go just like this podcast. And I want to give it to you for free just as a thank you for listening to the show. No fluff, no gimmicks, just pure actionable ideas for you to use instantly. You can grab it right now at businessschoolshow.com. That's show com.